Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. We are daring to be different, always daring to be different. I am telling you, thank you so much for tuning in on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio in New York City, the Bomb uh, Bomb Baby Radio, Bomb Baby Diggity Radio. Thank you guys so much for syndicating the Dream Chasers Radio Network and also in um, the Caribbean Community Station, all of the Caribbean and uh, West Palm Beach, all the way down to the Keys and the Dream Chasers Radio Network and Roku Station now going up soon. I'm excited about everything. And uh, getting back to the basics, it, it's a great show. A lot of times we forget about the basics. A lot of times we forget that the basics is what we really, truly need to get to where we're going. And so I just I wanted to uh, get with everybody and make sure that you understand that the basics, never, ever forget the fundamentals of the the principles, the, the 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 foundation that was laid when you first started, because that same foundation that you're going to be building on as you go up, you know, some graduate knowledge, you know, basic knowledge of never returning, you, you never return back, and you always think that you're better than it, or um, oh, that's just the basics. I don't need that. I don't need all the other stuff. I just, I just need to continue with what I'm doing. However, if you do periodically go back, you'll notice that you forgot something. There was something you didn't do, and you discover that there are holes in the foundation, and we don't want that. We definitely don't want that. We don't want any holes in our foundations. And I just, I, I really, truly want you to know the basics and to understand uh, where we are going and how we are getting from point A to point B. We have some wonderful guests on the show today, and I'm waiting for a couple of call-ins. I can't wait to have all these guests today. I am having a great moment in time, but also <laughs> this time change has really, really got me crazy over here at Dream Chasers Radio, but that's okay. It's all right. We're going to be just fine. Here is Be Wise with Hard Day's Night. That's how I feel right now. guest on the show today. I want to say thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hey there. Uh, how are you doing this afternoon, by the way? Uh, confused. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll get through it. I'll definitely get through it. <laughs> Hey, All right. Well, it's the truth. My name is. 
My name is Dr. Diane Thompson, and um, I'm actually a triple-boarded physician who uh, I practice physical medicine and rehabilitation, brain injury medicine, Mm -hmm. and lifestyle medicine. And I'm able to use all three of those uh, uh, specialties to help my patients, uh, especially uh, in in this case we're going to talk tonight about uh, my new book on lifestyle medicine. So I help people with chronic illnesses to uh, prevent some of those illnesses, mm-hmm. to halt some of those, and even to reverse mm-hmm. some of those using lifestyle so, medicine strategies. Well, so why did you write the book? I mean, you're kind of giving it away, aren't you? Yeah. Well, you know what? I tell you what. Um, we live in a world where, A, even with all the information that's out there, there's so many people who are unhealthy. Um, there's so many mixed uh, messages, so much misinformation. And so I wanted to share uh, information that I knew was evidence-based. And also, I wanted to share the magic of lifestyle medicine because it is a new and emerging field that really has been shown to transform people's lives. And so in writing the book, Lifestyle Medicine Rx 101 Ways to Transform Your Health and Life, I thought that this was a great way to give people 101 ways to really help themselves with good health and wellness in simple language but also evidence-based information. Ah, okay, okay. You kind of broke up a little bit there. That's okay. We're going we're gonna, to uh, – yeah, I – I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Now, your first chapter is called Take Stock and Take Back. Why is this chapter so important? You know, one of the things that I've noticed is that um, if you think about it, too, maybe you've done this every year. You know, people set these New Year's resolutions, these New Year goals, <laughs> and they never no. achieve it, right? No, the year ends and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I stopped Right? I gave up. I gave up. <laughs> Forget it. Well, you know, let me tell you something. One of the problems is that people enter the new year, the new health habit, the new money habit, whatever it is you're trying to achieve, with the old practices, the the old, the yeah. old things that you did before, right? So what has to happen is you actually have to stop and take stock. See mm. what got you here. What has been successful in the past when you, you know, because you're going to use some of those strategies, right? Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. also, I'll give you this quick example. Um, As much as I know about health, there was a point a few years ago where I was Mm pre-diabetic. And I I know, right? I I never had a chronic illness, didn't take medications, nothing. I would just go to my primary care doctor every, every year. And every year it would be, you know, see you next year. It was nothing. And so this particular year, I was 15 pounds overweight or 15 pounds heavier than I was the year before. And I mm-hmm. was also pre-diabetic. And I really kind of ignored uh, that. I just thought, me? No way. And so three months later when I went back in, I did nothing. I did not take an assessment to see what had gotten me there. And I just kind of went back and everything was the same. I was still pre-diabetic. So I took it seriously because I'm from a family of diabetics where mm-hmm. my grandmother had some amputation, a, a grand aunt of mine, amputation. You know, I've seen what diabetes could do. So now oh, yeah. I got serious. 
And the first thing I had to do was to take stock of what got me here. What exactly was I doing that was different from all the other years? It was only when I did that that I actually could then undo you know, what I had done to get me in that situation. So I think uh, one problem is a lot of people, they try to make changes or try to tackle a problem and never really look to see how did I get here to begin with because that's going to give you a clue as to how to get out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I always say to people, and people look at me and they, and they, and they kind of go, what? I said, treat your like dirt. And they look at me like, what? What are you talking about? Treat your body like dirt. That's what got me in this situation in the first place. This is no. Think about it. If you plant an herb, if you plant a tomato plant, what kind of nutrients is that tomato plant, that herb going to need? In the dirt is where all the nutrients come from. So if you treat your body like you treat dirt that goes into your herbs and your vegetables, then you'll have a better body. So the idea that you're going to um, you would you would want to give that dirt quality to exactly. to give you the best and yeah that makes a lot of sense that makes yeah because we are dirt yeah. aren't we aren't we dirt mm-hmm. <laughs> we are dirt we're That's dirt what right we go we're, back to <laughs> yes it so yeah. if we're going back to dirt that means we're living dirt which is amazing in itself but just think about it you treat your body like dirt it is mm-hmm. uh, a, a, that's certainly an interesting way of looking at it <laughs> it is i'm yeah. weird yes i know it's just you know <laughs> I, I i make no more apologies for it i've i've just embraced it so uh, so i, I see here too cool. that you kind of go yeah, I see here too that you kind of go the whole way of treating your body like dirt too, but a different, you know, different way of saying it. So, why do you promote whole food, plant based versus uh, vegan? Vegan. So that's important because I tell you what. Um, first of all, the word vegan carries this baggage for some people. Okay, because it's not just about what you eat, but there's a lot that goes with it, animal cruelty, stuff like that. And many times when we're trying to get people healthy and we mention the word vegan, they, it, it's almost like, oh, I don't want to hear all of that, right? Right, the, right. The other important thing is I have a friend of mine who is actually a physician who has been a, ve- who has been a vegan for over 20 years, and she's morbidly obese. So being mm-hmm. vegan does not mean you're healthy. But eating mm-hmm. a whole food plant-based diet, that is healthy. And what's the difference? Well, French fries is vegan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Potato chips. Potato chips is vegan. But mm-hmm. that's not whole food plant-based. So that's right. the difference is that I want people to embrace whole food plant-based eating, meaning you're eating the thing in the original way it came. So you're going to eat the apple. And you're going to eat that over the apple pie because by the time you've gotten to apple pie, it's processed. It has a lot of sugar. Mm-hmm. A lot yep. of the nutrients have been stripped, right? So mm-hmm. if you're eating whole plant-based, you're eating the apple, not the apple pie. You're eating the potato, not the potato chips. But you can be mm-hmm. vegan and still eat all of that, and it's still considered vegan. And there is, unfortunately, a lot of processed food for some vegans, you know, because what happens is, you know, they're helping people to move from eating animal products to plant-based. So what they'll do is they'll do these vegan meats or these vegan whatever. A lot of it is processed. Some of it is filled with salt. 
So, you know, mm-hmm. what I want people to do is be whole food plant-based. So good, nutritious food in the natural, the natural way you would get it. Definitely, definitely. You know, and you're right. You know, I was microbiotic for a long time, and I, I you know, was very picky, um, but I kind of got out of that and I went vegan, and I gained a lot of weight. I'm not t- uh, yeah. Between the gluten and the processed and the this and the that, I went back to um, eating just berries and spinach and lots of salads. I love, love bell peppers and things like that yeah and Mm -hmm. so now i'm actually losing the weight i mean yeah Yeah. i still eat a little meat here and and there magic by the way that's magic so people who do plant-based whole food plant-based eating a lot of times you do not have to restrict what you eat because the foods you eat if they're whole food plant-based so these are vegetables and and fruits and what happens is they're filling, they're filled with nutrients, mm-hmm. but they're also low calories. So you don't find that right. you're restricting yourself and counting calories, and you're losing the mm-hmm. weight if that's your goal. Yep, that's that was and to stay healthy. And I realize, you know, you and, and I both have something in common. That's diabetes in my family, and I don't want to have diabetes. Uh, yeah. And so, many yeah. of us don't have to have it. You know what? Because people always assume that because it runs in the family that you have to get they're it, and you don't. Yeah. You don't. It, yeah. Your your lifestyle can decide whether determine whether or not you end up with those. Yes, your genes. It could run in the genes, but it does not mean that you have to get it. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? The the biggest thing I see here is your brain. You know, brain health. You you dedicated a chapter to optimizing brain health. What are some strategies to help keep your brain healthy? That's a great question. And this month, by the way, March, for people who don't realize it, it's National Traumatic Brain Injury Month. And also Mm. coming up next week is National uh, Brain Injury Awareness Week. So, yes, I dedicated Mm -hmm. a chapter to that because, first of all, well, first of all, it's one of my specialties. And when I treat patients on a daily basis, many of them do have issues with their brain because they have stroke or brain tumors or so forth. But also, you know, the brain is the driver of the body. I don't know if you saw the recent, um, uh, they were showing B-Smith. Are you familiar with B-Smith? This broke my heart. No. So B-Smith is, uh, uh, she owned several restaurants. She was a model, the first black model to be on Mademoiselle, and was well known and just as she had a talk show host back in the day. People often say she's a black Martha Stewart, which I think is the incorrect way of looking at it. She came about before Martha Stewart. And so she's a beautiful, talented woman, and she now has uh, Alzheimer's. And so Mm. you see her, she still looks great, but, you know, she is not the person she was. So many times we think about health and we don't think about the brain, but the brain is the driver. And if the brain doesn't work well, the body then doesn't, you know, there's no point to it. So I wanted to share a few strategies because I know people have the ability to take their health in their own hands. And so mm-hmm. some of the strategies for the brain health is, number one, nutrition. Nutrition to me is like the mother of it all. And Plant-based foods, again, berries, as you mentioned. There are right. many studies that berries are great for the, for the brain, great for the brain's health. Um, and a mm-hmm. lot of these uh, healthy uh, green plants, uh, healthy leafy green plants are also excellent for the brain. 
citrus is also great for the brain, um, uh, green tea. So a lot of the foods that we eat can actually help our brain or hurt our brain. So you want to eat a, a, a good nutrition, and that's usually a whole food plant-based nutrition. The other thing is mm-hmm. exercise. People don't realize this, but there have been studies that show that exercise can increase the part of your brain that has to do with memory and executive function and creativity. So the hippocampus and the prefrontal cortex, those areas of the brain actually improve and increase when you exercise. Other things include restorative sleep. Sleep is major. Uh, lack of sleep, sleep deprivation can, cog- can affect you in a way that you're cognitively impaired. So getting good sleep, usually the recommendation is around eight hours. And the other mm-hmm. things include, include making sure that you're having new learning. You know, take a dance class, take, take a language class, try to stimulate parts of the brain that you normally don't think of. And even if you don't mm-hmm. take a class, you can do little things like brush your teeth with the opposite hand, or you can get dressed with your eyes closed. What you're doing is you're forcing your brain to make connections that it doesn't normally make. So those are mm. the strategies that you use to help your own brain. I like that. I like that. You know what I like a lot? I like listening to audiobooks while I'm in the car. Me too. What I was, which, I which is what I was doing when you called. I think everybody's car should be uh, a university on wheels, okay? Definitely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so, you know, and I, I love that, you know, force your brain to do something different. And I'm ambidextrous, and I kind of mastered that. So now I'm actually learning the tech, I'm learning the, the technicalities of the keyboard, I know how to play it, you know, kind of mm-hmm. listen and play a little bit of it and fumble around. But now I'm going back and I'm actually perfecting it. And it, it's it's mm-hmm. something to think about because music is, is amazing. You know, it's one of the brain's uh, capabilities of holding on to even after Alzheimer's. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We've seen that. Mm-hmm. Actually, we've seen that in Alzheimer's patients where they're not really interacting, not really doing anything, and you put music on, and it's, it's as if you've turned the lights on, you know? Mm. You see the reaction that they're really relating to it. So, yes, music is very powerful. Yes, yes, yes. And you talk about the people in the blue zones. Who are they? Yes. And what, what's important about their health? And what is yeah, a blue this zone? this is something we, I know, right? <laughs> we all need to know this. I'm a firm believer that success leaves clues, right? And so Mm -hmm. you want to learn from someone else who is achieving the thing that you want to achieve. So the blue Mm -hmm. zones are five regions in the world that they have people who live the longest, healthiest lives, and they've studied them. So they're in Okinawa, Japan, Sardinia, Italy, Nicoya, Costa Rica, they're in Greece, and they're the only place in the United States is Loma Linda, California. And this is actually among the Seventh-day Adventist population that's there. And, and we know that the Seventh-day Adventists, they tend to eat, for example, mostly plant-based. So that's one mm-hmm. of the things they've noticed. So here are some of the things the Blue Zone people do. And again, they live the longest, many, many centenarians there. And I'm not talking about centenarians that are bedridden. I'm talking about people that are up and doing things and active and their brains mm-hmm. are still sharp. And what right. they do is they traditionally will eat a plant-based meal. Their meals are centered around plants. Some of the areas 
for example, in Okinawa, maybe once a week or so they may have fish, but generally their meals are centered around plants. The other thing is they mm-hmm. love legumes. People don't realize this, but beans are wonderful. Hello? All of the, oh, yeah, we love, here, we, we, they love what? Because we, we kind of lost you for a second. They love what? Oh, I was saying they love beans. Beans yes. are wonderful. Beans oh, yes. are very healthy for you, and we found that the healthiest population, they tend to consume beans. The other thing is these people are active. They don't necessarily join gyms, but they get up and they're very active. They have a sense Mm -hmm. of purpose. They're very connected, so they have family and friends and relationships and very connected. And they also, they, they eliminate the things that we know are bad for us, like smoking and alcohol. They really don't use those things much. Mhm. Mm, mm, mm. I love that. I love that. Blue zones. I'm going to remember that. And, you know, they have these myths. I'm not really sure if they're real or not about a guy living almost almost 200 and some odd years out in Okinawa. I'm like, wow, the dude would be mm-hmm. able to, like, live, like, three, four lifetimes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I don't know if I'm going to live long enough. Uh, you know, but I mean, you know, just thinking about it, I wouldn't doubt it because, you know, if you're out there, I mean, who's to say you didn't? That's true, you right? <laughs> I've never heard of didn't? them, but hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That. Now, for someone who wants to transform their health, what would be the thing that you would recommend? I, you know, let me just say the the first thing because what I've noticed I do coaching by the way um, mm-hmm. I I help people get healthy by uh, doing one on one coaching and group coaching and I do have um, a group coaching that's coming up um, at the beginning of April it's a four week online coaching with group of people and I mm-hmm. coach people one on one and I also do a lot of talk in the community and I've been doing this for many years and one of the things that I know is that the people who are successful with changing their health and changing their lives, they usually have to figure out their whys. They have to know why they're doing this. Because if Mm -hmm. they don't know, when that um, mac and cheese calls their name, they're going to answer, you know? (laughs) They they have to know why. And and that's what's going to keep them going. And for some people, the why might be family. The why, you know, because many times what happens is if someone in the family learns to eat a certain way and take care of their, their bodies and their health, what happens is it gets passed on to others, right? If you think about it, some of the bad health habits that we have today, when people say diabetes run in the family, what they don't tell you is the way of eating and the poor health and the bad foods also run in the family. They don't tell you that part. Mm-hmm. So. The same thing is when you change your health, there's a greater tendency that you're going to pass that on to others. So for some people, that's their why. It's like, you know, I don't want what happened in the prior generation to be passed on. It's going to stop with me. And so Mm -hmm. let me change. And so when temptations come their way, that why is strong enough. I think that is going to be one of the strongest things you're going to have is figuring out your why. And the other thing is to surround yourself with other people that are doing the same thing that you're doing. There's always going to be temptation. You've grown up in a world where there's fast foods around you. Your brain has been conditioned to eat a certain way. Certain smells are going to want you to eat that type of food. Junk food is mm-hmm. cheap and, and very 
very easy to access. So you have so much fighting against you, right? If oh, you're my gosh. If you surround, if you know your why, understand your why, and surround yourself with, with other people who are doing the same thing, those are some mm-hmm. of the things that are going to help you stay on point. I like that. I like that. But the other day, I was guilty. You said macaroni and cheese, and I actually ate like four spoonfuls, and it was delicious. And that was like my mac and cheese for the year. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know what? and that's going to happen because, you know. We we also live right, so that's gonna happen. There's gonna be, there's gonna be yeah. times when it's like, okay, I'm gonna have this thing. The important thing though is when when that happens, you don't continue down that road. You know, sometimes right. you fall right. off the wagon and they stay off the wagon, and that's not no. what we want. I can't stay off. The, I can't stay off the wagon because I get cramps. I only ate like four four spoonfuls and I was done. Um, but it was but, like it was good, but it wasn't that great. It was like okay. Yeah. So, I mean, but it's like, okay, you, you do have to change your lifestyle. You do have to change it. Is it all at once or just little by little? I think little by little, you know why most people, okay. You know, everybody's different. You have those Mm -hmm. people who stop smoking and they just do a cold turkey and boom, and they're done. And they, you know, the truth is Mm -hmm. that's not most people do it little by little. And generally those people who kind of, sustain it and and you know maintain it so i think for example if i had someone who's overweight and and i had to choose which direction to go whether it's managing their nutrition or or the exercise right some people start everything all at once i may say to them you know what let's work on the nutrition and let's start to um substitute certain foods with other foods and we do it one step at a time until what happens is people become successful and those successes actually give you confidence and you continue to do more and more and more and then pretty soon you have the diet the nutrition under control you got Mm -hmm. that and and you know, you add the other things and so forth. So I think most people succeed when we're able to do little at a time and they master it and they get confident and they can move on. But you do have some right. people who are like, okay, I'm gung-ho, I'm going to do it all, and, and they succeed. I think it's really, and that's also one of the things when I coach people, I try mm-hmm. to figure out who they are and, and what works for them, you know, and, and tailor things to who they are and what would help them to be successful because everybody's individual and, and you have to approach it that way if you want success. Correct. Correct. It's yeah. Treat your body like dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, that's the first time I'm hearing that one, but I am, I am molding it in a way that I, that I'm getting it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that's my, that's my motto. So nobody can take it because actually it's mine, but 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 it's true you know what you're saying is feed your body that's the the correct things that you know will fuel you that will help you to actually achieve the optimum type of health and stay away from different diseases and problems uh even now and even later on in life where can people reach you doctor they can reach me on my website. My website is drdianethompson.com. I'll spell it out for you, D-R-D-I-A-N-E-T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N.com. And I'm on all social media at Diane 
at Dr. Diane Thompson. And the other thing is my book, Lifestyle Medicine one, uh, RX 101 Ways to Transform Your Health and Life, actually That's was right. a Amazon bestseller. I'm so Ooh. grateful for all the people supported. Yes, so ma'am. Good. And so people can get this on, on Amazon. Uh, the mm-hmm. actual physical book you can get at www.101transformbook.com. And because it is still, the physical book is still in the pre-sale period, um, I actually give people a mini course on brain health. And, and yep. the course itself actually is worth more than a book, right? But it's a gift uh, to people who We're losing you. that book. During- go back, go back. We're losing you. I don't want to lose that. You're saying it. Yeah. Uh, we, you went right in and out, but I want to make sure that everybody knows what you just said. Go back a little bit and then, and then say that. <laughs> yeah, so I would say that, so first of all, you, you can meet, get to my website, www.drdianethompson.com, and at, on all right. social media, at Dr. Diane Thompson, and also my mm-hmm. book, Lifestyle Medicine Rx, 101 Ways to Transform Your Health and Life, uh, yes. is an Amazon bestseller, and so it is I, yep. available on Amazon, yep, and uh, the ebook is there. The physical copy is still in pre-sales until the okay. end of this month, meaning March. Mm-hmm. And so uh, for people who order it uh, between now and then, you actually get a free mini course on brain health. And actually the course itself is much more expensive than the book. So you're getting mm. a really great, but it's, it's uh, Brain Injury Month, and I, I wanted to give that as a gift. So go ahead and get your book. It's called Lifestyle Medicine Rx, 101 Ways to Transform Your Health and Life. Sweetness. So much, Dr. Thompson, for being on the show and, and for your patience and, and most of all for your intelligence and, and just your know-how and your certifications and everything that you've done to perfect your craft. Thank you so much. Thank you, and thank you for allowing me to share this. This is my passion, actually, because I feel that I can touch more people uh, than I can right now when I'm seeing patients one-on-one. I can touch mm-hmm. more people being there sharing information, and I really want to transform lives because I know lifestyle medicine can help people. I've seen it. I've seen it. People, even with diabetes, who have reversed their diabetes because of how they've changed their lifestyle. There's so much power in what you can do to take care of your health. And I really want people to take back their health and take back their life. So thank you for this opportunity to share that. No problem. Anytime. All you got to do is call me. All right. <laughs> I'm going to right. treat your body like dirt. That's so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, say this crazy girl I know. <laughs> Thank you, doctor. Thank All you right. so much. Have a great night. All right, you take too. care. Bye bye. All right, bye bye. <laughs> and that was Dr. Diane Thompson. You can reach her at drdianethompson.com. We're gonna go ahead and go to our next guest. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hello, my name is Angelia Williams, and I am a independent recording artist and vocal coach and now certified life coach in Nashville, Tennessee. How are you? Sweet. Hey. I'm doing good. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Now, now tell me how. Okay, okay, okay. Music, great. Life coach? 
Yes. Well, okay, so there's a story behind that. (laughs) I have been a voice coach for 11 years now, Mm -hmm. and what I was seeing in my – in my sessions with my clients uh, was that a lot of them actually needed not just vocal coaching, but life coaching. Mm. And uh, yeah, we as artists go through a lot of different mental processes uh, that a lot of people don't really have to go through. We're up before people, uh, we're performing, we are open to scrutiny. Um, just putting yourself in the limelight, you are automatically subjecting yourself to public opinion. So um, a lot of times, you know, we deal with things such as low self-esteem, low self-confidence. We can get on a stage because we've created this alter ego, um, and we can perform and no one would ever know. But the challenges and things that we deal with behind closed doors a lot of times affect us personally, and not just personally, but affects our performance. So what Mm -hmm. I decided to do was I am working now on my master's in psychology. Um, I will Mm -hmm. not only be a life coach, but eventually I will be a licensed therapist where Mm -hmm. when I'm working with clients, not only can I help them to sharpen their vocal technique and their performance technique, but also work on the entire individual, the whole person. That is what my goal is. So that's how that that. all becomes intertwined. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you're right. You know, we go through a lot. As as artists, as people out there in the forefront, you know, you are open to a lot of scrutiny, and most people don't realize that. And it does affect Definitely. you when you go back to the hotel room, when you go home, when you're driving on the way back, you know, because it's, it's, you know, those unseen moments that people don't really realize how much they um, they really do matter to you, audience, Definitely. as the people out there, and you want to please them. Because that that's your whole thing is entertainment. Mm-hmm. Now you you Definitely. have done so much. You've performed, you've opened up with you in the mainstream gospel artists, men of standard, Kim Burrell, the Clark sisters, Fred Hammond, Dietrich Hannon, just had him, just to name a few. Uh tell me about that. Tell me about those experiences. Well, um, I have been singing all of my life, and, Mm -hmm. um, of course, I grew up in the church. I grew up in the black church, so um, I was always blessed to be chosen to sing background for people. I got a chance to tour since I was very young. I started, I think I did my first tour when I was 14 years old, and Mm -hmm. um, I have just had so many experiences um, because of just starting so young, and I was so serious about it so young. Um, so um, I went to one of the larger churches in the because I'm actually a native of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I've lived in Nashville for almost 10 years now, but I was born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So uh, mm-hmm. I went to an incredible church there, and um, and I sang with choirs and groups, and so that is how I got a chance to uh, be involved with so many different artists and had the uh, the opportunity to back some of them up. Um, and so for most of my life, I've been gospel. I've only been R&B and soul for about the past, like, five, six years now. So mm-hmm. uh, it's somewhat of a transition, somewhat of a transition. Um, but, you know, they're all in the same vein, you know, the same mm-hmm. pipeline. So right. uh, it's to me, it's the same thing. It's, it's The message is a little different. 
um, but it's mm-hmm. all about love. It just depends on who you're talking about. But we're we're not one-dimensional beings. You know, I can sing about my God and also sing about my husband or the person that mm-hmm. I love or sing about my children. Right. I mean, I can. we're not one-dimensional. So um, I think some people that uh, were, quote, unquote, uh, followers or fans uh, that may have stumped them when I started to kind of sing R&B and, and soul, but, you know, um, one one thing I tell my clients is you do what feels good to you. You know, mm-hmm. you do what feels good to you. If you are okay with it, then that's that's the important part of it. Because you know, as artists, we we want to please everybody, but then we want to be artists. So we want we yeah. want to please you, but then we don't want to listen to it's 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 this very complex process. So yeah, <laughs> tell me about that's it. it in a nutshell. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a very small nutshell. <laughs> yeah, very, very small nutshell. <laughs> so on April 3rd, you have a release, uh, Redefinition of Angie. Tell me about that. I do. Uh, well, this is my sophomore project. Um, I released my first R&B and Soul EP back in 2017, and it's called Both Sides of Love. And now this is going to be an LP. Um, it has 12 songs on it, and this is called The Redefinition of Angie. And it's just because, you know, on you know, life is a journey. We all have our own mm-hmm. journey, our own path. And mm-hmm. um, I have... I think I have finally come into myself. Um, One thing about starting early in um, and then being a gospel singer, um, you somewhat let other people shape your sound and your views, and you know. And so now, I still have, you know. Of course, I'm still a believer, um, very Mm -hmm. strong believer, and I still love gospel music. But I kind of feel like. I am just now coming into myself. You know, I love gospel music, but I also love R&B, and I also love soul. I feel like I've somewhat come full circle, um, so to speak. So I'm okay. really excited about it. It's a little bit of everything on there. Um, for soul lovers and R&B lovers, I am, I am positive there's something out of those 12 songs that you're going to love. Right. Wow. Wow. And so what was it like to actually, you know, record these, get this sophomore project out and, and go out on them, as most people would say? Because I remember people telling me when I moved from gospel to, to, to because me and you, we're pretty parallel here. Where I, I yeah, I know. Gospel, <laughs> and then all of a sudden I kind of transferred over to R&B and, I, and I'm with a funk band. So I get people people saying to me, well, what happened to the praise music? Well, what happened to the worship music? I'm like, well, right. and it's so funny because it's like, okay, and, and, and I'm not going to, and it, this, is, this is my own experience. I did that for so many years. Right. How many CDs did I sell to support myself so I can continue to do it? A handful, right? Yeah. Studio definitely. time is not. Studio is not free. It Recording is not. is not free. The time right. it took to do all those six. I did six albums. Right. Six. Right. I know. Six, six albums. How many people have yeah. purchased it? Could I support yeah. myself on that? I've been in the streets, literally, and so I had to definitely. make a decision for myself. You know, mm-hmm. will Definitely. I go into the love? Will I go into just being a whole 
person, loving the most high and loving love and being a person? Right. Or do I just right. stay here and and just ignore the fact that I really don't want to be here anymore? <laughs> right. I, I so, love it. it. Yeah, we have a very, very parallel um, experience. Yeah. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Definitely. So the transformation from one to the other was very, very hard for me because I felt guilty. Did you feel guilty? I did. And I, I still have moments where I feel guilty and I'm blessed because I have a very supportive husband. Um, mm-hmm. And I have had people ask me things like, do you not love God anymore? And I'm like, I love the most high. The most high is my creator, the creator of heaven and earth. It, this has not affected my relationship with the most high. I don't understand why you're asking me that. Um, mm-hmm. I I am not one-sided. I love the most high. I love my husband. I have been in love. I'm still in love. I've had my heart broken. I can speak mm-hmm. to that experience. I, I don't I don't understand why people um, process things like that. Um, yeah. That is that is beyond me. Um I you would be surprised at some of the um some of the questions that I have gotten and some of them have been actually quite offensive. Um yeah. but I I have learned you know, this, this project is being released on my daughter's birthday. I have an 11-year-old. Mm. And, yes, and she will be 12 years old April 3rd. That is why I decided to release this project April 3rd. And it mm-hmm. is because she is, I have three children. She is my only daughter. She mm. is the regeneration and the rebirth of me. Okay. And so this this specific project has, serious significance to me because I am still mentally working to be completely free because that's what it is. When you feel guilt, there's a level of freedom that you have not obtained. So Mm -hmm. I am still working toward totally being free. I shouldn't feel guilty to to sing about love or heartbreak. Right. You know, it's, it's, I mean, those are facets of life. Those are life experiences and there's nothing that I should feel guilty about. But, you know, some right. things are, ing- are ingrained from when you're young, and it takes a little yeah. longer to get free from that bondage. So, oh, yeah. yes, I still have those moments where I feel a little guilty, definitely. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, you know, like I said, it's, it's amazing how the, the sentiment, the feeling is, is the same across the board. Will you ever go back to doing another gospel song or, or a gospel album? Definitely. You know, I actually have a gospel song out that is called Fearless, and mm-hmm. it's just an acoustic song, and I actually wrote that song for, um, I am on the board of a nonprofit foundation called the Victoria W. Carr Foundation, okay. and um, the uh, the founder, his mother was murdered by her husband mm. uh, when he was a child, yeah, when he was a child, so that specific song was written for the foundation. It was written for it was in, written in memory of his mother. That is a gospel song, and I actually am looking forward to one day doing a gospel project. But like you said, gospel is a very different animal financially. It is. It is. It is. You're going to do it for animal. free. You're going to do it for free. Definitely. Definitely. You're going to end up doing it Definitely. for free. And and Definitely. and you just have to give it. 
it's just here. Yeah, <laughs> just here. definitely. Just take it. Yeah, here you go. And yeah, let it bless there you go. You, and that's it. Yeah. Amen. And that's, that's, that's it. That's, <laughs> yep. that's, it. <laughs> that's it. You know, I realize that, and I think that that is the the presumption of the people that listen to it think that you're rich, that you that you're like Mary Mary. But even Mary Mary had to say, look, we got to do something different here to make a living, you know. Um, right. So people don't realize, and they and they put you in this category as you are. Right. You can't you can't make any mistakes. You can't live right. a regular life because you just you're a gospel singer. You can't. Definitely. How did you Definitely. break out of that zone? How did you get out of that? You know, to be really honest with you, I came to grips with myself. You know, it's all about self-awareness. It is all about knowing where you are and working through where you are. I do not, and that's 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 a huge reason of why I did not want to be only a gospel singer because mm-hmm. people label you as you are completely perfect. You cannot do anything remotely human. And if you do, then it is like the news of the century that you actually acted <laughs> like a human being. And I don't want that type of pressure. I just, I really mm-hmm. don't. You know, being an artist is pressure enough. You know, you do right. with enough mentally, just being an artist and putting yourself out there, you are making yourself extremely vulnerable. So, you know, when you do gospel, it is, it is you know, I just read an article on a, a gospel artist who I absolutely adore. I just mm-hmm. read an article on her, and it just absolutely broke my heart. You mm. know, and the reason why is because she is very transparent. Um. And people her instead of trying to help her, you know, yeah. instead of trying to help her. And you would think that, you know, in Christendom, we would, uh, you know, we would be the ones that would reach out to help someone struggling. Right. We are so ready to throw stones at mm-hmm. anybody who is not perfect. And it doesn't matter how imperfect we are because, see, if you don't know my imperfection, it doesn't exist. Right. You know, that's hard. And I just, it is. It is very difficult. It's very hypocritical. And mm-hmm. I, and that's, that's, that's my main reason why I just, gospel, I will do gospel albums. Of course, I will always sing gospel. That's my first love. But as far mm-hmm. as being labeled as a gospel artist, I would never want that again. Right. I think that's the reason why I'm having such a hard time releasing any more gospel. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Not that I don't, Definitely. yeah, not that I don't love the most high. That's that's not in my character not to do that. It's just the, the absolute horrible comments that I received when I went from mm-hmm. gospel to mainstream was she's just like Marilyn Manson. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? Oh, what? Oh, wow. I know. And yeah. they get worse yeah. than that. That's just the nicest comment I got. That was, yeah. that was really uh, nice. But it's like you people don't realize that, you know, every, okay, just, and I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real, real. I got a husband. Mm-hmm. I got kids. What do you think exactly. I got to do to get exactly. kids? What do you think I got to do to get exactly. kids? Miraculous, right. Immaculate conception? <laughs> or a person. And I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't, definitely, you're a human being. Definitely. Yeah. And, and I, I struggle. I'm not putting on, 
Right. And I'm not going to worship music when I'm with my husband. I'm just not. Light, okay? Like, yo, baby, yo. (laughs) Definitely. Like, I mean, some people do, that's funny, but that's not me. I couldn't do it. I'd be like, babe, he's watching. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Now, that's why I feel really good. Like, you know what? I, let's change the mood and the. I just yep. feel really guilty now. I just want to pray. You know, I mean, it's yep. just, just, it's just not conducive to. No, it's not. It's not. So, I mean, most people don't realize, you know, you go through, you know, your, your parents, your issues with your life. It's the same issues, mm-hmm. the same human experience that we experience, they experience, but that they want to throw stones at you. And I think, mm-hmm. and, and, and the psyche is so weird, but I think the reason that they throw stones at us is because they can't throw the stone at themselves. I believe that. I believe that. I completely believe that. I completely believe that. You know, I had a friend ask me, you know, do I feel convicted singing R&B and gospel, I mean, R&B and soul? And I go, no. And she said, well, if you're not convicted, then you're not, there's nothing wrong with it. And I said, well, to be really honest with you, there wouldn't be anything wrong with it whether I felt convicted or not because sometimes we feel convicted because of something that we have been taught or something mm-hmm. that has been ingrained in us. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are full of guilt about things that the Scripture just did not you had to be full of guilt about. We have a lot of man-made, um, a bunch of man-made rules. Right. That have nothing to do with the scripture. And we nothing. teach that as if it's fact. And so then people grow up with all of these bondages on them. So mm. I completely agree with you. You know, it's important that we talk about this because it, there's a, it's, it's a big transition and it's a transition not only for you, but for your family and for your listeners, Definitely. you know, and, and now that you have April, you know, um, on the 3rd of April, you have Redefinition of Angie coming out. You've done mm-hmm. all kinds of things. You're an award-winning artist, award-winning mm-hmm. artist. You know, mm-hmm. what is it like going from being an award-winning artist to starting again? Well, you know, all of the awards, to be really honest with you, have been for vocal coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I'm a, I'm gonna, I won uh, the Academics Award, uh, the Songwriting Award, but mm-hmm. that was on the soul and R&B side. So I didn't have to break out of, okay, mm-hmm. I won awards in gospel. Like, I didn't have to break out of that shell. Every gotcha. award that I have won has been, uh, for lack of a better description, over on this side. <laughs> because okay, people, I got for whatever the reason, create sides. So um, that's a shell that I didn't have to break out of. Um, but, you know, it has been a blessing, and I am continually growing uh, as an artist, as a believer. Um, I think a lot of times people feel like you have taken the wrong path, but to be really honest with you, I have grown tremendously, even in my spiritual life, since I've been singing R&B and soul. Um, I think sometimes you need to break out of a certain mindset that you have that have nothing to do with your actual spiritual walk. They're just things that you've been taught. 
you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I that's one shell that, thank God, I didn't have to break out and of. And that's a blessing. Oh, that is such a blessing, yes. I tell you, because it would have been even harder to do that. Where oh, can yes. people reach you? Um, well, I am uh, on Facebook. Well, my website is angeliamusic.com, and that's it's spelled kind of different. It's A-N-G-E-L-I-A-M-U-V, like zebra, I-C.com. Uh, that's mm-hmm. my website. In order to find me on Facebook, it is, uh, of course, Facebook.angeliamusic, the same way that my um, website is spelled. And then to find me uh, on Instagram, my handle is official Angelia Williams. I do okay. have a Twitter account. I don't really use it because, to be really honest with you, I just I'm just not a tweeter. I guess <laughs> I do have a Twitter. It's just, it's just Angelia Williams and SoundCloud is Angelia Williams. Uh, okay. And of course, you'll be able to find me on all of the digital platforms. Um, as of uh, the 3rd of April, uh, if you right. want to listen to Redefinition of Angie, I would love for you to go out and grab it, stream it, purchase it, however you'd like to do it. Uh, and also Both Sides of Love, if you want to hear that, that's already on all of the digital platforms available for streaming and purchase as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for being Oh, and bringing, and you know, people need to hear this because I think that'll bring us closer to not only our listeners, but other people as well that just didn't, they just don't understand the complexities of being uh, the, the, the people that we are in the music industry and understanding that we Definitely. too have lives have to live and we're the same. We're no different than anybody Definitely. else. Um, and so, Definitely. yeah, it's important. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. You have a great rest of your evening. Thank you so much you for too. having me. I appreciate it. And uh, it's my pleasure. So our first interview was with Dr. Diane Thompson, and uh, we were talking about how, you know, to treat your body, you know, good and, and have a whole food-based uh, food regimen, and, you know, and, and, you know, my little trademark is treat your body like dirt. So if you didn't hear that, you need to go back. So her website is drdianethompson.com. And then we had vocal coach, singer, songwriter, Angelia Williams. And you can reach her at angeliamusicwithaz.com. It's just, you know, all you got to do is go ahead and you know the drill. Go ahead into our box right here below the interview. Copy and paste that link into your browser and go for what you know. I, I totally... Both of these interviews have been amazing, amazing. Uh, there is truly just some some really cool nuggets of information in both of these interviews. The, the, the biggest thing I can think of is I relate to both of them, you know, as far as like uh, illnesses and things like that, where you get your body correct. And also the psychological part of it where you're transferring yourself from one genre of music to another and the criticism that you receive. You know, I got some criticism, I tell you, and I still get it. And are you going to, you know, and they ask me, Yaya, are you going to go back and are you going to sing gospel anytime soon? Do you have a gospel song? And I get this from a lot of different people, even people close to me. You know what I tell them? Not right now. Not right now. I can't. Not right now. 
I think there is a moment where I need to be uh, I need to be moved to do me. And I don't think I was ever really moved to be me. It was more like moved to be everybody else. Hey, Yaya, can you sing this song? Yes. Hey, Yaya, can you sing that song? Yes. Hey, can you do something to this music? Yes. Can you, and I'm going to say no. Because I, at this time, I want it to come from me. I don't want it to come from anyone else. This music, the next music that I do for the Most High, will be all mine. It'll come from me. And when I'm ready for it, It'll be out there, and I'll just give it to you. Because, unfortunately, for the most part, you cannot live on gospel music. You can't pay your bills with gospel music. You can't do any of that, not unless, not unless you decide that you're going to charge for it. You're going to go on every platform you can get. You're going to sell your music. You're going to travel the world, and you're going to go to every church and do it. But for the people who want to start off gospel music to the point where that's your living and you pay your bills with that, more power to you. I mean, it's amazing what you've done. Amazing. I mean, six hours later. Great music, by the way. Great music. Um, most people play a lot of my songs every every Sunday, every Saturday. And it still gets played. But I get nothing for it. And that's okay. It just wasn't where I was supposed to be. We're supposed to be in different places at different times in our lives. We have places, and a lot of times we deny those places. I think that um, as we grow, we understand that just because we're doing something doesn't mean we don't like what we did in the beginning. I love my creator. With all heart. I would pick my creator over my husband, over my mother, over anybody, any day, any time. Because I realize that I owe my life. And the reason I'm here is because my creator decided that this was my moment. And that's good. That's wonderful. Most people would tell me, oh, you, you, don't, you don't do gospel anymore. You don't love creator. Like she said, Angelia said it. No, 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 no. I still love the creator. But I have a life, you know. Like I was saying, you know, you you have a love life. You have a a home life. I want to write about it. I want to write about it. We're going to take a short break. We have two more wonderful guests that are coming on the show today. And, uh, wow. And and I hope you're enjoying yourself. Go ahead and please subscribe to us and let us know how you, you know, how you feel about the segments that we're having. And uh, join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yes, I do all of that. And Tumblr. I'll be right back. I did. I did. I did. I did. 
We have our next guest on the show today. I want to say welcome to the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hi, this is Shamari, uh, and we also have Cuban Diva. <laughs> hey. Hi. Hi. Hey, guys. Hey. So tell me how you guys got started and, and together. How did you guys get started together, and how did you come up with your oh. names? These are the three things oh. I need to know. I'll let Shamari um, answer. <laughs> Um, so my name, Shamari, is my birth name. I'm Nigerian, and it means um, God has won. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll let uh, Cuban Diva explain her name. <laughs> yeah, well, it's pretty simple. I'm Cuban. I'm my, both of my parents are Cuban. I was born in Las Vegas. But, um, but yeah, it, somebody just started calling me Diva because I, I just like to, like, sing and be out there on stage and just get in the limelight. And so they just started calling me Diva. And, and then, you know, just put Cuban in front of that, and that's how it is, Cuban Diva. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> so you, guys got, you guys got hooked up how together? I mean, was it something you had already done? Time. No, we've been friends for how? a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, we both were solo artists uh, separately and both took a break, a little bit oh, of yeah. a break. And um, at the end of 2018, I contacted her. I was like, girl, I have this song. I think you've got to be on it. We've got to do something together. And she's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm in. I was like, 2019, I'm not waiting anymore. I'm doing the music. So that's how we ended up meeting mm-hmm. up. But we met doing karaoke. Years yeah. Ago. <laughs> I was actually what? working at a bar called, yeah, I was actually working at a bar called Riggers. And um, I was hosting karaoke events, and I remember she would always come out and sing and blow my mind with her voice. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, we just became friends ever since. You know how singer with singer, and we, you just become friends. And then, mm-hmm. I don't know, it just happened. And it, it's meant to be, definitely meant to be. Wow. Aww. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I love that. I love that. So, you know, your music, your style, everything. I mean, the song you were talking about, hey, you know, we on this. We got to do this. Tell me about how you guys came up with, you know, your parts and, you know, the whole studio time. I mean, tell me the whole thing. I mean, I'm sure there's like a cool story behind that. Um, as far as the song, so I had um, an ex-friend. <laughs> okay. See, I knew it was a good, I knew it was a good story. Ex-friend. Oh, yeah. We saw it an ex-friend. We were really close. We were close. But um, I like to give people chances, but it was like third strike out. I was like, okay, this girl is just not my friend. So, um, <laughs> so that song—that's the inspiration of the song. I she was upset with me because I didn't want to join in um, with her talking mess about one of a, a someone that we know um, that ended up on a big reality show. She made it onto a show, and she called me to talk bad about her, and I wasn't gonna do it. And so that's kind of the gist of the song is like, I feel like women who are, are, are doing their own thing and are secure in themselves aren't doing things like that. They're busy. They're too busy to be hating on someone else. Instead, they want to empower women. So that's where Haters Anthem came from. <laughs> and then scheduling the studio time, that was really um, all Cuban diva. So I'll let her take that away. <laughs> oh, well, it, it helps being in the industry for so long since uh, back in the days that I actually still have the same connections and actually I've gained some new connections this year and uh, that's what happened we got a new connection and, and Michael Reeves uh, you know recorded us and he's a R&B singer which is uh, he's going to be out there pretty soon too that people will know him 
And um, and then we, you know, we have the the Lions Den Studio that, you know, gave us the up amazing. I, I don't recall getting this much love before. So this is definitely our year, 2019. I said I, I declared it in 2018 that 2019 was going to be ours. And for sure it's happening. I agree mm. with speaking things to existence. Oh, and Max the Engineer. Oh, my God. Oh, the yeah. song was already good, but he – there's something about getting it mixed and mastered by someone that is so passionate about Absolutely. it. So that's another person I can't forget. <laughs> yeah, we cannot forget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Now, tell me tell me this thing. I mean, you know, a lot of people go into the music industry and they have these these blown up misconceptions about the music industry. What took you by storm? What took you by surprise? Oh, what took me by surprise? Um, <laughs> I, I guess the question. That is a very good question. Mm-hmm. I think what took me by surprise is um, twofold. Okay, so there's good and there's bad. There are people out there that are grimy. There are people out there that will take your money and not do anything with it. Uh, there are people out there that expect you if you work with them, um, and not anyone, not any male artist. I've, all the male artists I've ever worked with were so professional. No, I've never had mm-hmm. an issue with a male artist. But as far as management, um, I've I've come across some record label owners that want are not very professional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just keep it there. They're not professional. <laughs> yeah. And so when you're yeah. a lady in the industry, you gotta you know you have to stand your ground. You can still you can still make it, um, whatever your definition of making it is, as far to me, making it is just making music. Like, I just want to make music. I want people to enjoy it. And um, so, yeah, you can, still, you can still be a musician without compromising whatever your morals and values are. I don't judge I, anyone. But, I, honestly, like, I honestly think that being a woman is like a blessing and a curse. Yeah. And that's not only for music. <laughs> this is in the job industry. This is in yep. everything. Yeah. Everything. Wow. And and tell me, why do you say that? Well, I came to certain situations and jobs where um, they hire you, everything is cool, and then they start asking you to go out on dates with them and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And if you say no, oh, all of a sudden you're laid off, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah. 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 So Mm -hmm. I've came across a lot of situations like that. Uh, thank God that the management that I had for the one time, because I've only had one management team, and thank God that he never came across me like that, because he would have been, you know, out of there real quick. But, no, I didn't have that situation. You know what I mean? I, and for the most part, mm-hmm. I didn't either. I just came across um, – so it wasn't management. I had a manager that – he actually um, has a, um, a modeling agency, too. So he's been professional with everyone he's worked with. That person, no issues. Um, but I had a, a person that owned a um, an independent label who had connections with the bigger labels, and he was not very professional, not professional at all. And that actually is kind of what made me take that last break for a while because it was a great situation for me to w- walk away from. You know, a lot of artists mm-hmm. dream of being able to be paid to be, you know, you don't have to work. They're paying all your bills. You're, all you're doing is writing, recording, and then, unfortunately, not professional, and I had to walk away from that. Yeah, we don't want to be those type of celebrities that people say, oh, you effed your way up. No, we're not going to be those. We're going to earn it by our talent oh. and our hard work. La, la cubana, esa la cubana you know, que está you know caliendo. <laughs> That's the Cuban. You know what I'm saying? Yes, entiendo español. Sí, sí, claro que sí. 
Yeah, that's the Cuban coming out. You know, I have experienced that as well. Oh, you know, I'll give you the world if you just give me some. Yeah. <laughs> it's like silence to me. It's like crickets are like singing. And I'm like, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> You're kidding. Me. It's so heartbreaking. And it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only that, there's so many false um like promises out out there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like everybody can promise oh, yeah. you this and that, but then they don't they don't do nothing about it. They'll tell you they'll they're gonna take you up high, but then you're like under a rock, literally. You know what I mean? Like they'll leave you there. Oh, this person <laughs> had the connections, and he he straight up told me that the last artist got dropped because this prominent person um, who has a very well known label wanted her in that way, and she didn't do it. And I'm like, uh, okay, so I might as well walk because I'll just be dropped too. <laughs> right? Oh my god! But we don't god. need those type of people because it's talent speaks for itself. It's so we don't need those type of people. Somebody else will pick us up. Somebody else Amen. will see right. us and Amen. and see our shine and see our work ethic, and then be like, okay, we want her. We want them. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how it's yes. gonna be, and that's how we're gonna earn it. Definitely. Definitely. Totally, totally agree with you on that. And I couldn't say more happy and elated I am to hear that you have said you compromise. You won't sell yourself and you won't give anybody any booty. Hello. No. <laughs> I mean, unless you got a boyfriend, you know. <laughs> but right now, I'm currently single, so, you know, that's how it is. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Y'all heard that here on Dream Chasers Radio. Uh, <laughs> Diva single, y'all heard that? <laughs> well, I'm not looking, though, but I, I mean, I am single. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. So tell me the direction. Uh, you guys going to stay together? Is this just the one song? How is this going to work? So We have a few collaborations that were um, like there's Black Eyed Peas, but there's also Fergie. So mm-hmm. I think it'd be a great idea for us to go ahead and be a group. And then, mm-hmm. of course, we still help each other on our solo uh, projects. I love Absolutely. You. That's a great idea. And we're yeah. going to be Café con Crema. Uh-oh. <laughs> Café. Coffee and cream, cafe con crema. Cafe con crema, baby. Oh, coffee with cream. I did um, here on Dream Chasers Radio in the background. I'm hoping this doesn't uh, – here we I go. I don't hear anything. Oh, no, we don't hear anything. You don't hear anything? Okay. No. I'll go ahead and play this real quick. What is this? Let me see if I can find it. I'm looking for it here. Okay. No, that's not the one. I'm looking for, oh, here it is. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Yay. All right. I'm trying oh, to get this out. That's okay, give oh. me a second. <laughs> Yeah, you hear that? Yeah, yeah we hear it. And I like that. <laughs> Thank you. I like that a oh, lot. Yeah. 
And I, I and yes. yeah, definitely we'll be sharing that on Dream Chasers Radio Network on the page on Facebook. If you guys want to listen to that, just go ahead and head on over to Dream Chasers Radio. Now, let me ask you a question. And and I and you know, I love I absolutely love it when people actually put time into their recordings. What was it like for you getting in the studio together? this done did you guys do this together or did you do it remotely how was this put together we went in there together as a team oh yeah it was so and we, we fun killed too. it in an hour and a half right oh yeah we were so fast and then they had people coming in and dancing around and <laughs> it was so fun it was it was one fun of we have videos of sessions i ever had yeah we have we have videos really? of that uh, experience it was so fun yeah we had a lot of fun and my sister actually co-wrote um, I have a sister who is bilingual, and she up and moved to Colombia, but before she moved her, and then uh, Cuban Diva tweaked it a little bit, um, and I mean, I just felt like it was beautiful. I really love blending the African um, the African sound with the uh, Latin sound, and um, the producer, Beats by Big H, you have to give him a shout out too, his his tagline is Giants of Africa, so a lot of um, Nigerian stars use mm. him for their production so we were really really excited to yeah we, to we get a song with him mm-hmm. yeah i loved it <laughs> that is so cool so we put that up on our page now that you know your direction now that you got that now that you know that you guys are gonna you know do your your stuff together and you look great together by the way and then you got thank you, you got you know, you got the two of you, you're beautiful, you got the, the whole thing, no compromise, going all the way out on your own, doing your thing. What are you guys looking forward to in the future? Well, um, we do this for the passion of music at the end of the day, whatever happens. Overseas, the song, definitely. The song is receiving a lot of love and radio play overseas, London, uh, Germany, Netherlands, Africa. Um, it's been overwhelming overseas, the uh, amount mm-hmm. of the response we're getting, and that's actually my dream. I want yeah. to be contacted like, hey, you guys got to perform at this festival in London, and we're like, okay. Fly us out. Go. We're going. <laughs> Being that in the music industry, there's so many different there's so many different things like that, and and then it does happen. It seems like it happens overnight, but the the whole the whole thing is that you put so much work into it, and all of a sudden, bang, it happens. Um, yeah. What is the next thing that you guys are going to do? Uh, right now, I mean, just thinking about it, the next thing we have, uh, we have no, no, we have a, we have a, our first performance, our first performance oh, yeah. is going to be at the oh. car show next Sunday. Yes, yes. Yeah, so if you live in Houston, this is a big deal. The car yes, show is. is like a, like a big thing. It's a 36 year. It's the 36th annual Los Magnificos Car Show, and we'll be performing there. Um, our our single haters anthem. But after that, we have a whole another song that we've already uh like the first verse is written but we have the concept and mm-hmm. i think we're really gonna like that song super excited for that one too me too i uh, think that song's uh, the one better than this one <laughs> I, you know when you think of the song and you're doing it, all the things that you're doing what was the one piece of advice that you received at one given time each of you uh that really helped you get to where you are today i'll let her answer first Okay. Um, the best piece of advice is to just never give up because you never know when it's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people give up right before they were going to get it. Um, and I think there was a quote, I don't know it by heart, but there's a quote that mentions that, that um, the difference between those that make it and not is the person that 
uh, made it just never stops. They never stop. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I think is great advice, amazing advice, and you just never know when. So we're never going to stop. <laughs> yeah, I hear and that. My, my thing. My thing would be you you fall nine times but you get up ten. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you just you just gotta keep going. Just like she said, there's a quote that I go I live by for the rest of my life. I will live by this quote. I'm actually gonna get it tattooed on me. And it mm-hmm. says uh people too weak to follow their own dreams will always find a way to discourage yours. And that's just simple. It says it all. Well that's gonna hurt. Well, you heard it today. <laughs> oh, you said it's gonna it hurt. hurt. I thought you said yeah, it's gonna hurt. hurt. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually gonna get it on my rib cage. And things that mean a lot Ooh. to me, I don't really care how much it hurts. <laughs> but that's a great Ooh. quote. It's true because there are a lot it of things there. There are. There even are. Even in your own, even in your family, there's there's people. You know what I mean? So oh, you yeah. know, you mm-hmm. just gotta keep going, and you gotta prove them wrong. Prove yourself. Prove them Definitely. wrong. You know? Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And you guys have any shout outs today besides the producer and, and the people that you guys worked with? Uh, any other things that people don't get to see? And, and I yeah. have to and give without... credit to my babysitter. <laughs> hey, babysitter. Okay, I have hey. to give credit to my babysitter because without him, it's a him actually, um, mm. without him, like, where would I be? I can't go for that. So I have a really, really helpful hand that helps me with my little man, you know? Yeah, and my helpful hand is my fiance. My helpful hand is my fiance. If he's not working, and he'll he'll always hold the fort down and watch the girls. And um, but uh, as far you're blessed, you really are blessed. I am blessed. I am. Mm -hmm. No cook and everything. Like I know. Amazing. (laughs) Um, Mm. but as far as like people that are so supportive, um, gosh, my friend Lindsay, you would think she was my manager. I think she's gonna be (laughs) for real. (laughs) That's so cool. (laughs) That girl. The second the single drop was her and her husband, because her husband's, her husband's fluent in Spanish, too. They were typing up emails in Spanish and sending it to South America. And I'm like, wow, you know, and I didn't ask them to do that. Much so love Lindsay, to her. Lindsay and Brent Decay, thank you so yes, much. Thank you. Kim, Kimberly Pryor, too. She's so supportive. She'll share everything. She'll download the song. Uh, Jessica Featherston, too. Um, of course, my family, my mommy, <laughs> um, my daddy. Oh my gosh, my dad lives in Nigeria, so he was so excited that you know I went to this direction, and he was sharing it everywhere. So um, yeah, my dad loves of- this song too, and he doesn't even speak that much English, but he just absolutely loves the beat. Says, "This is your lane. This is your lane." And in his Spanish, <laughs> you know, language, he says. Yo no sé por qué cantas otra cosa. Esto es tu cosa. That's what he said. Like, I don't know why you think something, I need anything else. This is your lane. This is you. This is where you belong. That's what he tells me. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. He was a wow. singer in Vegas back in the days, years ago. Um, oh, I'm sorry about that. Wow. About what? <laughs> no, you she, know. I think she thought she said something else. <laughs> he was a singer years ago. He's still here. Oh, he's oh, alive. Okay. He's alive. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry you if said, I made it seem like he was gone. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm like, he's not a singer anymore. Definitely a blessing. Wow, you guys. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Congratulations on your first show that's coming up. I'm so excited Thanks, about man. that for you. And I hope you kick butt. 
literally. Hey, I got to give a shout-out real quick. I got to give a yes. shout-out real quick to Shimon Lee. Shimon Lee is an upcoming uh, R&B singer, artist. Mm-hmm. He goes by mm-hmm. Just Touch. And he actually made the car show possible for us. So shout-out to you, Thank Shimon. you. Thank you, thank right. you. Awesome, mm-hmm. awesome. I appreciate you guys on the show. I appreciate your music. I appreciate your, your upbeat attitude. You guys... Got, you got great music. You're gonna you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it. And thank I'm, you, you know, so much. Thank you, you so me. much. Just remember, just remember, Yaya. Oh. Say hey, what's up, Yaya? That's it. How can we forget That's... Yaya Diamond? Come on now. That's, we can't yeah, forget Yaya, Yaya Diamond. Yeah, what's never. up, Yaya Diamond? What's up? <laughs> and then that's all I want. That's it. That's it. I'm real. You don't simple. want backstage passes? <laughs> yeah, I take those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, <buddy. laughs> I'll take those. You got the. I take that. Take that. Thank you very much. I'll take that off your hands. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, thank you guys again for being on the show. May I tell you, uh, thank, you know what? I want to thank you big up to both of you for not caving in and selling in your bodies for music. Because thank it makes you. Uh, you. a lot of us. And, and also, it's a, big, it's a big statement for the younger ones up after us um, that they don't have to do that. No, they do not. And I'm, I'm, I'm a big firm believer in God, and I know that that's not the right mm-hmm. thing to do, you know? So that's how I see it. Exactly. Yeah. It's different if you yeah. fell in love with them. Like, you know, Mariah right. and Celine, they actually fell in love and married the people, but right. uh, it wasn't that, that wasn't mine. <laughs> no. Right. And, I, and that's a good thing. And that's a good thing. And that keeps that, that keeps that going and keeps the kids understanding that you can do it. You don't need to cave into these. And a lot of times, I, I know people that caved in. Guess what? They, they never made it. <laughs> like, okay. Wow. Yeah, you got to have boundaries. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, no. Wow. Yeah. You can't degrade no. yourself. No, no. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Well, ladies, thank you again. Um, pronounce your name, please. I'm sorry. It's okay. Shamari. Like Shamari. I was going to say Shamari, <laughs> but I knew it was wrong because I always, that's what you're saying. <laughs> Mary, thank you. And Cuban Diva, thank you for, for being on Cuban Diva. Thank you. What? And I love you guys. Thank you guys so much. Keep that music thank coming. You so much. Keep being, you know, thank c- you, com- you. combining the Afro. You know, Cubans have a lot of Afrocentric ways, too. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's yes. all in one. It's all in one. Thank you guys so much for the wonderful music. Thank, thank you, you for having us. All right. No problem. Anytime. All right. Thank all you. Right, all right. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. What a wonderful group of ladies. They're awesome. They're great. And I love their song. I love that song. I'm actually I'm actually going to grab that song and see if I can put that on the station. I'm going to take a short break and I'll be right back. Don't forget to dare to be different for just a few seconds more. Well, on one of the last shows, I was talking about a photography song, and I I think I played that wrong song, and I remember uh, 
Yeah, I did. I played Chris Angeli's photo booth. Well, today I'm going to go ahead and play Bad Rapper Photographer. Pixels gone in vain. Auto focus is the blame. Mark one, two, three is all the same. I get the angle, I don't miss. Shot from lemurs in the mist. Rodan Austin's got the pick. Tigers, jackals, go on my list. When you had our night with your clam in hand, I so too high, photos look like sand. Think you need a pro, guess I understand. You're super fun now, man, I demand. Got my gear and I got my shirt. Photo warrior, official necklace. Press the trigger till my finger hurt. Shutter speed, I'm getting reckless. Well prepared I am. You can bring a pet or friend. I will get you good side. Don't worry, I will get you good side. I'm a photo warrior. I only get the shot. I'm a photo warrior. Got many by the shot. I'm a photo warrior. There's nothing I can't capture. I'm on my game, me and my crew got camera, body, and lenses too. They say I'm good, it might be true. So make some room, I'm coming through. My life collection frame by frame. Slowly building my path to fame. You know my style, you know my name. Photo warrior, don't play no game. Like a venture, left the wall for the perfect photo, I'll walk them out. I'll be even willing to wait a while and sneak up on you like a crocodile. Like I'm camouflaged from the in and out. Simple shots, it's just not my style. Moving up the ladder in the social stats, one father fix to know who to die. I take pictures with no fear. My life meters are right here. So forget what you have heard. Till my dying day, I'm gonna be the photo warrior. I only get the shot. I'm a photo warrior. Commit me by the staff. I'm the photo warrior. meant to be, been around the world with photography when I take a pic and I hear the click and they see the lens, people smile at me epic canyons, eagle soar, furry mammals fishing to see, where to go next, adventure waits, let time decide and we shall see clients see the photos and they're like well, feline photo shoots, some that cast me out please don't take my picture on the lens man you can pay me in, you will face those yen. I'm the photo warrior I only get the shot I'm a photo warrior Got many by the side I'm a photo warrior That was Warrior. It was a bad rapper, photographer. He was on our show a while ago. It's been a while. But I wanted to show you that, you know, your dedication to your craft and everything can can really be creative. You know, think about it. It's like, you know, just because you can't be a great whatever, I mean that you can't play with it. You can't dabble in it. You, you, you know, uh, we all have things that we love to do. 
and why not? I mean, rapper, photographer is like so funny, but now you know he's a photographer. He's not a great rapper, and we all know that, but he's a photographer. He'll get your best side. (laughs) We're going to take a short break here with some more music, Believe by Addy. There's some doubt within me And my heart gets weary Holding on for so long But can I carry on? Do you hear my plea? Lord, day after day There's a war for my
But we're having a wonderful show today. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. We have one more interview, and I am excited about this one. Thank you so much for calling in. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. I'm Lydia Smith, and I am the author of Pot, Sex, Love, God, Jesus. Now, tell me, okay, when I got your message, I was like, no way. Your circumstances, are they still the same? The what? Your circumstances, are they still the same? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm on unemployment, though, so I still get income coming in. Okay. Yeah. But it, the last the last record that I had was you're single, you're homeless, you're carless, and an unemployed. You just yes. got out of jail for keying cars. I mean, yeah. it was, yeah. So tell me, what happened? Oh, I was just, I was furious at the time. I was, it was cold. I had been living out of the car. It was something that I didn't fight. You know, I had left my apartment in the last day of August, and it was something that I just, I felt like I had to go through at some point, so I didn't really fight to keep my apartment, so I'm just, but everything was good. I was I was working and living out of the car and showering at the gym every day, so I was living like that, and when they took the car, I was at the library. And I started walking up U.S. 30. Then somebody gave me a ride along the way, all the way to the Hyundai dealership. Yes. I keyed up three cars, went in, smoking a cigar, blowing it all over the place, fixed me a cup of coffee, and came out and keyed two more and waited for the cops Mm. to come. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What what did you think after... Like the cloud had passed. What what went through your mind? Um, I was really calm about the situation. I knew what was going on, and since I felt like I lost everything, I felt like it was nothing else to lose. I'm like, lock me up. I, I know I have room and you know a place to stay and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. So, um, I just at that point had nothing to lose. So I'm doing crossword puzzles, waiting on the cops to come. They like, is this? Are you serious? <laughs> oh my so, gosh! Yes. yes, they locked me up that night and took me from the Highland Police uh, County Jail to the Lake County Jail, and that's kind of how that went. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And now that everything's kind of gone by, and you're getting your life back together. Back on that moment, and what do you say to you, to that person? What What do you say to that person? Oh, it's kind of one of those things that if I knew then what I know now, I would have done a mm-hmm. lot of things different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of things would have turned out different. A lot of my attitude contributed to my failures, and, you know, I had so much I'd given up and so much I didn't value. And now I look back and like, wow, I I felt like it came too easy to me. And now mm-hmm. I realize like it's gonna be so hard to acquire those things again. The furniture, the electronics, the appliances, everything down to my lifestyle. 
Mm-hmm. So, wow. Yeah. And this if happened after. With you, this this what? this happened shortly after you published your book in August. Yes, it did. It did. Yeah, I didn't know though that you had to do so much to try to get above. You know, I thought that would come easy to me too, but. You know, I told my dad the next book I write is How to Fail. He's like, nobody's going to buy a book called How to Fail. But I'm like, you know what? I can't tell anybody how to succeed, but I could tell somebody what contributes to my failures. Right. Yes. Wow. Wow. And and that's a big thing, you know, getting out of that, getting it so easy. It's so easy. I was talking about that with somebody today about the appreciation of hard work appreciation of a handout and you know and I didn't even appreciate my own hard work and that's what's so bad Mm. you know I don't know what I was thinking like I just felt like you know what is this worth maintaining I thought about moving to a new town but I really didn't even have enough money to move to a new town but I Mm -hmm. still felt like okay well I would have the freedom without this apartment I can go come and go and I just gave up everything pretty much everything except what I needed to survive. So I know all about, mm. uh, you know, so I'm, you know, I'm African-American, so I still get relaxed. So I'm having to relax my hair in a truck stop shower. <laughs> so, mm. You know, so it's, you know, I could relate to how people live like that. And, you know, one night spending the night at the bus uh, station, it was a warming center because it got so cold and I was mm. without a car. Yeah, so it, yeah, I've had some rough times, rough times. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. what are you doing now that you appreciate now, now? Oh, just you know, I had to move back home with my mom, so she's really, you know, we've had our bouts, but then we had good times too, and she keeps me fed, she cooks, and you know. Uh, me getting close to my dad even through times like this where he has to take me here and there and you know he I end up you know spending more time with him and his family and I get to hear all kind of stories about the past and I just love stories about my uncles and aunts and it's just crazy so I do I have had time to spend with my family and you know catching up on things and learning so much about the past so much shocking stuff, so much entertainment, you know, feeling like I'm coming like from a lineage of strong women and, you know, even, you know, even violent at times, you know, always in (laughs) self-defense and stuff like that. But, yeah, (laughs) I mean, the women in my, you know, my ancestry or whatever have taken it there, so. You know, I've been learning about things like that. But now it's just like I got to start working again. And I'm thinking about going back to school uh, for human resources. Uh, Mm -hmm. I went to school. I took two years in business. But I hate business, so I'm not going back to school for that. I'm not going to try to force that kind of stuff down my throat. I'll be so miserable. So Mm -hmm. some people suited to that. Some people love that. Right. More power to them, but I well, human research is still a branch of business, but it's more specific, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I will not go back for another two, three years in business. Nope. I want to ask you a really cool question. 
your level Mm -hmm. of appreciation for your own work now, where is that at? Uh, That will always be, whether I succeed with it or not. It's just something that is from the heart. So I always feel like it's an expression, you know. Mm. And that's really, the whole point of it is to share uh, my experience and, you know, to be in a mission uh, for other people, you know, who feel the same way. So that's really, well, that would be that. And if some people, you know, whether a lot of people get it or just a few get it, I'll be okay with that. Now, you named your book, and we're going to go back to the book, Pot, Sex, Love, God, Jesus, A Unique Journey. Oh, my gosh. That's like everything you shouldn't do plus everything you should, all in one title. Yeah. How did you do that? (laughs) Why did you do that? (laughs) You know what? It was so weird because I was so baffled at the fact that I was having an experience with God, but I was doing this. I'm like, how is this happening? Like, why? Because it was weird to me. So I started looking at, you know, I, I would go to the library and look up stuff like this. And the only thing I found like that is uh, Journeys of uh, Aphrodite's Daughters, uh, Journeys of, like, Sexual Stories, something like that. That was the only thing that really connected the two things together. But I found, of course, through research, a lot of the people have connected at least well pot and pot and Jesus of course and then mm-hmm. sex and pot but I guess it's pretty much all combined. But a lot of people do say that marijuana has brought them to Jesus. It's just something you gotta really look for because well I'm weird and I do all that kind of stuff. Researching. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. I yeah, I think about going to school for English to do research too. So I'm caught between the two. Mhm. Well, you might. I mean, that that sounds. I mean, you got a book out, and so English would be. You know, I think that would be kind of cool, writing or something yes. to that effect. Now, now that you have this book and and everything, tell me the most important part in this book. Um, the most important part. It depends on who you are, I guess, because. To me, the most important part would be what, how certain scriptures affect me, like John three sixteen and fourteen six. That would be the most profound thing, because it, it was a nine year old who was talking about the coming of Jesus, and you know everything. You know, sounded you know okay, you know because I don't mm-hmm. you know you don't know there's somebody telling a story, but when the kid said that. Her favorite scriptures were three sixteen and fourteen six. I'm like, oh my god, because I know what those scriptures did for me, mm-hmm. so I could relate to her through that. But somebody else may be able to relate to. I mean, I haven't even put the car repossession in there, or you know, stuff like that. But homelessness, or somebody may be able to relate to all kinds of things. You know, falling in love and just you know so many things. So. I don't know. I felt like the po- the point also is to grab so many people, you know, through saying uh-huh. I've been through so many things, you know, a lot of things from poverty to, you know, 
everything, to just really live in the life of a, you know, 27-year-old, you know, working, going to school, and having fun. You know, I wanted to be fun. You know, hopefully mm-hmm. I thought it was fun. But, you know, I don't right. know how other people would feel, you know. What have you what have you learned about I mean what 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 have you learned since this moment in time has passed things are behind you and you look at it and you say I need discipline and uh to learn to be humble and appreciative I could have prevented so many things if I was appreciative grateful and humble and had that attitude and wasn't reactive, you know, because it it really thought about the consequences of my actions. Because sometimes I just don't care. And feeling like that, I have you keying up Hyundai and not thinking, oh, I'm going to have to pay for this, (laughs) you know. So it's it's time to care and, and, you know, because, Everybody wants money. Who wants less money? But that's what I'm going to mm-hmm. have because I'm going to have to pay for that mistake. So I guess to really think about the consequences of what you do and is it, humble yourself, is that, have discipline. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Is that easier now or is or do you find it harder uh, to, to think about first? It's mm-hmm. still a challenge because there's things that I know I shouldn't do that I still do. You know, it's things that's material I shouldn't look at. It's uh, when I even complaining, you know, questioning God, not, you know, having the attitude towards him I should have. You know, mm-hmm. I know I should be like Job and like, you know, hey, he gives, he taketh away. But sometimes I complain anyway. So it's, so much I still have to work on, but at least I know what direction I need to go in. But I still, right. you know, of course at this moment I need him so much. And I'm, you know, you know, maybe I'm. He's put me in a position to have to call on him to to break that independent attitude, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and just humble me. So, you know, that's mm-hmm. what I feel is the point of this. Yeah. Well, and well, not thinking if you I had... know everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. I've, I've been there. As a matter of fact, I know everything. <laughs> you know what I know? I know that I don't know uh-huh. nothing, which is everything. Yep. <laughs> it's just yep. I don't know nothing. <laughs> yep. I know about that. I hear you. I hear you. I'm, I'm at the, we're at the same point in life right now. We're at the same place. If you had to tell somebody something, if you had to share something with somebody, if there was one big piece of of advice that you could give that would be life-changing, what would that one piece of advice be? Oh, man. Be grateful. I think that would be, because you you don't know what you got to this call. And that is what anything, we don't think about the preciousness of our sight, our hearing, our, you know, even to taste, you know, to smell, to, you know, roof of our head, clothing our back, you know, we don't, uh, uh, the, thankful that our loved ones are okay because if you've got some news that you didn't want to get, that would really rock, you know, your your day, your your life, 
Mm-hmm. And we don't think about when we have smooth moments, we complain about little things, you know, but we don't see the big picture all the time. So <clears throat> that would be my thing, especially in these days and times. Because, of course, of course, work towards success. Of course, you know, get your education. Of course, you know, try to move up, you know, try to climb up. Mm-hmm. Of course, that that's already a given. So, you know, other than that, I would say gratitude. And be curious about God. Just curious. That's how it happened for me. I was curious more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like a curious as a child. You know, like they say, the kingdom... I, what, I don't know the verse. You know, I just smoked anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but as you know what that? Do you know that verse? The kingdom uh, suffers wrath and it, it's, it, it's violence, and the violent take it by force. Is that the one? Is that the uh, the one about you shall become as one of these? Oh, yeah, I know the verse, but I don't uh, know to receive the kingdom as a child to receive child, the kingdom. Yeah. So having no, childlike <laughs> curiosity, yeah. And mm-hmm. then some people, you know what, too, I do envy those people who, when they have a rough time, they go straight to the Lord, will say, Lord, I don't know what the problem is, but I know you, you know, they go straight to worship instead of complaining. Mm-hmm. And I know better. At this point, you know, and I'm sorry for the people who really don't understand what I'm saying right now. I mean, like, you know. Because, you know, we speak into each other in that, that language. You know what I'm saying? So, right. you know. But oh, I don't even know what I'm saying. But, oh, 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 I know the stories about uh, the 11 years that uh, they could have been, uh, they went through the wilderness and they could it could have been an 11-day journey. See, if mm-hmm. I know that, I shouldn't be complaining. Right. we don't want. But, see, I just realized the other day, like, wait a minute, Lydia. Do you realize that the Lord is really in control and he could, he has the power to make circumstances worse? It's mm-hmm. like I just realized that. Like, it just came to me. And hmm. so, ever since then, the fear of the Lord also was, uh, was you know, kicked up again. Right. You know, I still got habits. I have to, you know. Like material I shouldn't view that I viewed today, but I got to kick that habit. I got to get you know, get back in the word. I'm supposed to read Job. I have read actually the whole Job, but I think I got to go back over it again because you know you don't have you got to keep going over stuff. Yeah, it's a little by little. It's a little, yeah. it's a little by little. Definitely little by little. Well, wow. I want to thank you for being on the show and 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 being so okay. transparent. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> yeah, that's important because I mean, if we are not for real with others, we're not real with ourselves. How how can we advance? How can we get better? No, no, nope. It's not gonna work. Not gonna work. Yeah. Wow, I want to thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm. I actually uh, went ahead and put your link up for Pot, Sex, Love, God, Jesus. Uh, I mean, you Thank know, you. all those things in one title. That just that's 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 yeah, that piques yeah. my interest. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. All right, then I'm gonna talk to you all soon. Right. You keep it going, keep it up, little by little, and don't worry, you'll get yes. this. 
All right. All right. Thank you. Good night. I wish you success, too. God bless. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. Wow. You know, sometimes the goal could just be you. Making yourself better, making your life better, doing things that that will better you, getting out of certain things that don't work. It takes a minute. You know, it, it takes a while. And it's it's not all at once. It's just little by little. Guys, this was amazing. This show was just amazing today. I want to thank everybody on this show today. Thank you, uh, Ms. Diane, uh, Dr. Diane Thompson, uh, the uh, vocal coach, uh, Angelia uh, Williams. I want to thank uh, uh, Shemari. Uh, oh, gosh, I want to mess this up. Shemari, Shemari and Cuban Diva for being on the show. And, and also, I want to thank my last guest, Lydia Smith for being on. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for, wow, just making this show amazing. Making this show amazing. Wow, I'm going to go ahead and go. We only got like four minutes left in the show, but you guys, look, getting back to the basics, it, it's like this. In everything that we do, this this entire show was all about getting back to the basics, getting back to what we know is right for our bodies, getting back to what we know is right for our our own careers, getting back to the point where we can start again, maybe even start a new fresh thing, Um, and getting back from maybe going awry. There's all kinds of different things that can happen in our lives, but getting back to the basics is is important, And, and being appreciative really super basic. I want to thank you guys for tuning in again to Dream Chasers Radio. It's been a wonderful edition. My name is Yaya Diamond. You can reach me on any form. All you got to do is put the Yaya Diamond or Yaya Diamond. And I want to thank you again for listening to us on uh, 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida's Community Radio Station and Bomb Baby Radio and the Dream Chasers Radio Network. Don't forget, May 1st will be the Roku Station and it will be named Yaya Diamond Dream Chasers. TV. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And you can grab that link on Roku um, May 1st. Thank you. And until next time, you know what I'm getting ready to say, right? Don't forget to watch. Dare to be different.